Welcome to the Will Evans Show, a podcast that is meant to teach you everything you did not learn in school. Today we're going to talk about your net worth versus your FICO score, and then I'm going to coach you up. Let's go. We have talked about both of these things on the podcast before, your net worth, your FICO score, and one of these things is actually worth nothing. And I'm sure if you've been listening to this show for two seconds, you know that your FICO score, all it is is an I love debt score. It determines absolutely nothing about how successful you are, how well you manage your money. It absolutely means nothing because it is an I love debt score. So what is your FICO score? So let's let's review that. 35% of your FICO score is your payment history. 30% is the amounts owed, 15% is the length of credit history, 10% is your credit mix, and then the last 10% is your new credit. What do all of those have in common? Debt. It's the only thing it has in common. Everything about your FICO score is geared around debt. How much debt you have, how much new debt you take out, how long have you had this debt, All of those things, it's all about debt, debt, and debt. That's why a FICO score is an I love debt score. It does not determine financial success at all because if if you... Freak. It does not determine success at all. On the flip side, let's look at your net worth, something that actually determines how well you manage your money because your net worth is your assets. So that's everything that you own, like uh, your house, what you have in retirement, mutual funds, stuff like that that actually have a value. So your assets minus your liability. So what you owe, all the debt you have, your medical debt, your credit card debt, your personal loan, your house debt, All of that is a liability, so your assets minus your liabilities equals your net worth. So when it comes to determining your uh, success with managing your money, you cannot look at your FICO score, and you don't always have to look at your net worth, and you, you don't really need to find your identity in either one of those things. So one of the biggest things when it comes to managing your money is being content. We talk about contentment on this show all the time. Uh, there's, there's a running theme with my show that I talk about the same things over and over again because I want to keep reminding you that that is the best way to get you from where you are now to where you want to be re- to reaching that financial peace, that financial freedom that we always talk about. And one of the biggest things or one of the biggest ways to do that is to be content. So being content is being at peace with where you are in your journey. This contentment is not an excuse to be lazy or to give up on your dreams or what you want to do. That's not what I'm talking about, being content. You're not just going to give up on what you're doing, but it's just being at peace with where you are in that journey. So some of the barriers when it comes to contentment is 
comparison. You cannot play the comparison game with others. You can't look at social media. You can't look at Facebook, Instagram, and see what others are doing and then compare yourself to the way they're living. Because in reality, most of those people are just putting it on a credit card. They're just floating by. They're not actually winning with money. A couple episodes ago, we talked about car loans and stuff like that. You see somebody gets a brand new car. Well, the average car payment is over $700. Does that mean that they're winning when they're having to dish out over $700 every single month for just to impress somebody at a red light? Like that is not something that you should find your identity and you cannot compare yourself to others because when you do that, you will never win. You will never look at other people and be like, oh, I'm, I'm better than them because there's always someone out there that is going to look like they have more than you. And so you have to quit playing that comparison game. Then you look at finding contentment. Finding contentment is one of the biggest things is gratitude. Gratitude, it's all about looking at what you have in life and choosing to find joy in the little things. It's being grateful for what you have. So you're counting your blessings. That is one of the biggest ways of finding contentment and being or having humility. That's another thing about with being content. And how when you when we talk about contentment, how is this helping you make money or how is this helping your financial journey? Well, when someone is content, they think they set goals, they think long-term, they're future thinkers, and when they do that, they are able to make more sacrifices because of what they are wanting to get to. So we talk about getting from where you are now to where you want to be financially, uh, and you just fill in what that is because everybody's journey is different. But when you seek contentment, when you have contentment, And one thing with contentment, you have to choose that every single day. You have to choose to be content with what you have. You have to choose to to have gratitude and to be grateful for what you have. And when you do that, you have the mindset of, hey, I'm doing this because I want to get here. For me, what that looks like, I'm sacrificing right now, Kendall and I, we're putting a lot of stuff off because we're wanting to get into our house. This is this, and this isn't necessarily a short-term thing, because we we've been saving for, I guess, uh, probably eight to ten months. We've been saving for this, and we still have a ways to go. But it's we're sacrificing other things because of where we want to be, where what we want to get to. But it's all because we have found we have been content with what we have. Because, I mean, we. We live in America, and we have so much stuff. Um, and when you really think about other places or when you think about what it's like to live in America, we are the top 1% of earners. So, Or if you – I think the stat is if you make over $33,000, you are in the top 1% of income earners in the world. And obviously, there's – a lot of people have rebuttals for that, but we're not, we're not going down that road. But – That means that we play that comparison game way too much. We look at what others have, and we think that we are losing, and that's just not true. 
We have to be in the mindset of, hey, I'm doing this to get to where I want to be. Also, when you're content, you get out of debt a lot faster because when you are content with what you have, you can do what we've just talked about. You can sacrifice other things. And when you do that, you get out of debt faster. And what happens when you get out of debt faster? You start building wealth a lot faster than you were when you were dishing out payments to uh, the car company, when you were dishing out payments to the credit card company. And eventually, once you finish baby step six and get to baby step seven, where you actually have zero debt, no consumer debt, no house debt, you are completely free of owing anybody anything. And then you start building wealth. That is why we choose to get out of debt. Because the the number one wealth building tool is your income. And how do you get control of your income? Don't dish it out to those companies which I talked about. Credit card companies, uh, car companies, mortgage companies. You get out of debt and you can start to build wealth. And then what also goes along with building wealth? It's what we talk about in Baby Step 7. Baby Step 7 is building wealth and being outrageously generous. When you are content with what you have, you are also more generous. You have that open hand mindset. So when you have open hands, money can go out and money can come in versus when you have closed hands, no money leaves, but no money comes in either. And being content just allows you to be a blessing to others. And I would like to think that that, that's the journey you're on. You want to be a blessing for others because Lord knows that he has blessed you beyond measure. And when you focus on being content, you really understand that. When you focus on being content, you really understand that the Lord has blessed you uh, and that that's one thing that I have done recently is I've started to look at the things in my life and realize the Lord has blessed me beyond measure. I can't even imagine what my life would be like without the blessings that the Lord has given me. And so when you do that, when you focus on being content, you then find you you find your identity in Christ. Instead of finding your identity and your net worth, your FICO score, when you do that, that that's just not the life that I want to live. That's not the life I want you to live because your net worth nor your FICO score, that does not determine who you are. You should seek Christ, find your identity in him, and you have remember, you have to choose contentment every single day because it, it's a choice. That's how everything is in life. You have a choice. You have a choice to get out of debt. Or, so you can get out of debt, or you can be lazy and just play the victim card like, oh, I have all this stacked up against me. Or, you have the choice to get out of debt, draw a line in the sand, and say, I'm never going to borrow money because I know what it says in Proverbs, that the borrower is slave to the lender. You do not have to live that life. You can make the choice And so biggest thing, count your blessings, be content with what you have. And when you do that, when you have that gratitude and you quit, you quit playing the comparison game, I can promise you that your money is going to go a lot further because you're going to start thinking about the future. You're going to start 
thinking about leaving a, le- a legacy because you're going to get out of debt a lot faster. And then you're also going to be more generous to where you can be a blessing to others. You're listening to The Will Evans Show. Hey guys, it's Will. I know this show is all about what you didn't learn in school, but for some of you, you need a little more personalized help, and that's what Evans Financial Coaching is. I specialize in helping people pay off debt and build wealth. If this is you, I've put my contact info in the show notes, so please reach out. I'm here to help you. Evans Financial Coaching, creating paths to financial freedom. Welcome back to The Will Evans Show. We've been talking everything about contentment and not finding your self-worth and your net worth or your FICO score. Definitely not your FICO score because all that is is an I love debt score. You don't need to worry about that. And if you have more questions about that, go check out the one of my early episodes where we talk about everything credit and we talk about how you don't need a FICO score to buy a house. You don't need a FICO score to, to do any of that stuff. You can use cash and you can use different forms of buying a house without a FICO score. It's been hyped up for too long. You do not need a FICO score for those things. And if you're finding a value in this show, would you please, uh, would you please subscribe to it, follow this show, like this show on whatever platform you're using, and if you could leave a five-star review. Hey, and if you're going to leave a one-star review, just put it on the next podcast. We don't want those here, so please uh, leave a five-star review. One, because I do genuinely like to read those and see what you love about the show. If there's something on the show or something that you want to talk about, or you want me to talk about on the show, send that in as well. I would love to hear from you because this show is all about you, the listener, the, the, the tribe that we are creating here. I want to talk about what you want to hear about. And a uh, actually, one of you sent in a question. This isn't your question, but you came across this and wanted to hear my take on it because it's a very interesting question. And it says, I'm... Uh, I'm paying off my debt, so I, they would be on baby step two, and it says, my wife's student loans are $617,000, and that is more than our mortgage of $383,000. Which should we tackle first? Our mortgage comes first in our snowball, but we're supposed to save the mortgage for last. I'm thinking it would benefit us more to have the equity in our in the home while we make the payments on the student loans as we may sell in the future. Thanks. So this is actually very crazy. $617,000 in student loans. And I have very little information on this, and I have a dozen questions, like $617,000 of student loans. I mean, I hope you're some type of doctor making $500,000 or hopefully making more than 300,000 cuz i mean if not like this, this is this is going to take a while uh i <laughs> seeing these numbers is actually crazy and but what i would recommend with the little information that i have and obviously i have a lot more questions i would figure out hey what can i live on so if you're making $400,000, you need to be living on about $50,000 and putting 300, <clears throat> 350000 
on your debt if you're making 400k. Uh, you really need to be living on beans, rice, ramen noodles. The cheap, I mean everything is cheap and honestly you you there's just so much to unpack from this question. Uh, how what is your house worth? Um I, I never want to sell somebody's house, but that may be something to look into uh, because, I mean, 617000 that that's a lot of debt. But say you want to keep the house. We'll, we'll go with that. Say you're making $400,000. You're going to put at least 300000 on your debt. You pay it off in a little over two years. Uh, I would say pay off the student loans first. The baby steps work. They work for a reason. Uh, I would... Keep just paying your mortgage. Don't put any extra on it. And I would knock out the student loans as much as possible. Um, but I think this would be a one scenario to where I would look at selling the house because this is a huge problem of $617,000 of student loans. But hopefully, again, that you're making a lot of money and that you can do this. But when it comes to the baby steps, that there's a reason that two comes before six. This is a proven plan for millions of people. I'll pay off the student loans as fast as possible. Hopefully you have a great income, um, but I would do everything you can. Hopefully you're a doctor to where you can pick up some overtime. If you're not in a place where you can pick up overtime, second jobs are necessary for this. You have to um, take back control of your budget and of your money because I can't even imagine the student loan payment on $617,000. Um, so yeah, I, I would, that's what I would do. Uh, look into selling the house. If you want to keep it, I think that's fine. But I would do, I would pay off the student loans before I tackled the mortgage. Because that's the way the baby steps are laid out. There's a reason that the baby steps have worked for tens of millions of people. And so as always, it's a big thank you to Ben for making the show run. And remember that no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. This is The Will Evans Show.